When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Uh, this was the worst loss of the season. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo. Cubs led 6-1 to one, trying to avoid a sweep in Houston. It did not happen. Instead, they blew it. Lose 7-6. to six, Led 6-3. to three. Entering the ninth inning. Of six to one entering the eighth. Six to one entering the eighth. Their fifth straight loss. Thanks to everyone in the chat who's already here. 13 likes. We appreciate that. Appreciate everybody that's watching in the chat. Um, has anybody vomited yet? Because that was a tough one to swallow. We'll let Cody start. It's his birthday. And if you can imagine, <laughs> the last 30 minutes has been him walking around over there by the couch saying, don't do this on my birthday, bro. He actually said, I'm not. Not said, on my birthday, bro. Don't do this on my birthday. He actually also said, I'm not ready to be hurt again for the first time ever. Not on my birthday, bro. Over and over. It, listening I apologize, to Luke, that's listen, what happened. Listening to Luke say, bro, is making me feel a little bit better. <laughs> Dude, that's, I, that was the goal, bro. I don't even know what to say. Like, I got to shut the computer. None of this shit matters. Uh <laughs> It took three pitches for Keegan Thompson to give up a two-run shot, nine pitches to put the tying run on first base. As his biggest like supporter, I mean, he it was not great. Um, I think uh, Sharma from the Athletic had it's a good tweet. Uh, this year, he's got like a fifteen percent walk rate, strikeout rate around seventeen. Um, and you're using him in the ninth inning, and I know a lot of people wanted to see Thompson in the ninth inning early in the year, especially in April. He, had a, you know, he was getting away with a, some hard, hard contact. There were some hitters you saw where you felt like, you know, this guy still he carried over what he did last year into this year. Um, and then he had a couple rough outings in a row, and, you know, he felt, I felt like there was a get-right appear, uh, appearance that he had. Um, the, on Sunday, he pitched two innings against the Twins. He's a mop-up duty, basically, and, you know, I think he went. He was the only good reliever on Sunday, actually. I'm pretty sure. He mm-hmm. didn't give up any runs. And then you bring him in tonight. Um, he had the bottom of the order, so maybe, you know, given the circumstances, maybe that's why they used him. Off, they used lighter in the eighth inning. He gave up a couple runs. I don't know, man. I Listen, everyone knows I've – Defended the bullpen because, like Ryan has always said, bullpens give up runs. You got to score runs to, um, to win games, right? Uh, yeah, they left fourteen but, guys on base, but tonight for sure is on the bullpen. You yeah. score six runs and you lose in the ninth inning when you led by three. That is that is on your bullpen. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, that was probably the worst appearance I've seen from Keegan Thompson out of the bullpen ever. Literally ever. And 
I mean, he didn't even throw ten pitches, and 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 shit went to everything went to shit. So, I don't know this bull. I I was high on this bullpen coming in this year because of him. I thought he could be one of those guys you could definitely rely on. But I mean, it's definitely falling apart. I keep I keep using the joke. You know, not all mayors are perfect, but like <laughs> it's it's becoming like it's becoming an alarming thing. And so like I'm. I don't know what really to be more mad about because also I saw another tweet from our friends at Bleacher Nation. Brett Taylor tweeted, the Cubs left 14 on base tonight. You score six runs, you, st- you should still be able to win the game you s- against any team. If you score six probably runs. could have had eight or nine runs. True. You score six You score six runs and you get the outing that you got out of Drew Smiley tonight, though. Three homers. You, you got to right. win the game. That's just that's the bottom line. You got to win the game. And to bring it back around, the last few years, despite how bad last year was, despite how the 2021 season went, even the 2020 season, if you really look into it, the Cubs have been building their bullpen through within, and they've found some some guys out of their own system to be able to come up and be productive. Keegan Thompson was one of them last year. Mark Leiter Jr., we all wanted him to be DFA'd as a starter, and he's turned into a really solid reliever. Abra Azalea, starter converted reliever. Um, you, there's a handful of guys that we've seen come and like turn into very reliable relievers. Do I think the Cubs have a bullpen problem? Right now they do. Will it get right? I sure as hell hope so because history says that they will figure it out. But they yeah. couldn't afford a loss tonight. They could not when you get up six to one. Not on Cody's birthday. And not on my goddamn birthday, bro. Like, what the fuck? God, it's, this is one you definitely look back at at the end of the year and you're like, if they are in it, five games under 500 now. If they are playing meaningful games in September and don't make the playoffs, if, Colada. I know you're in the chat. Let just let me let me keep believing. Let me keep believing that it could happen. All right, I, not on my birthday. You're not gonna you're not gonna tell me that I can't believe on my birthday. If if they're <laughs> playing meaningful games in September, and they'd miss the playoffs, this is a game you absolutely remember, and you and it will only hurt worse. So uh, thanks, Cubs. I appreciate you. I will now go home and I will wonder why when I grew up in the middle of central Illinois, why did I become a Cubs fan and not a Cardinals fan like the rest of everyone else? Because this, oh. this, is, this is the kind of shit that just... That takes you low. This, He's low. This, this is the bottom. kind of shit that makes me miserable, bro. This is probably the worst loss since 2019 at the end of the year when the Cardinals came into Wrigley and the Cubs were, I think, they, at the end of the losing streak, they had lost nine in a row to just completely miss the playoffs. I think back-to-back homers off... I don't even remember. It, you just remember that losing streak at the end of 2019 to basically miss the playoffs. That's how I feel right now, and it's May 17th. I, this, I don't think we've experienced a worse loss because last year, no expectations. There were bad losses. There were dumb losses. There was a lot of pain, but nothing like this. We, yeah. we have gotten up for this team, all right? A little bit at least. And then in 2021, you know, maybe – Maybe some of those games during that losing streak when before the, the trade deadline. Maybe. But I still feel like there's there's no worse loss. This is the first loss that I've felt like this since probably at 
during that losing streak uh, at the end of 2019. Robbie calling it a catastrophic loss. I w- just watching the chat as you were explaining your frustration, I think the chat feels the same frustration. I'm wondering if anybody out there has faith left. Like it, this. I know it's only a five-game losing streak, but if you zoom out further, it's been a longer stretch of struggling. And yeah. based on tonight's chat, and I know it's that's the immediate reaction after you blow a six-one lead. Um, but boy, a lot of people saying stock up, stock down. It's trade deadline. This team's not going to the playoffs. They have no shot. Fire Ross. I mean. I knew to be angry, but I don't even see anybody like Nick G says zero. Zero. Here's a super chat. How the hell are we playing like the Sox? This Who's is this bad. From? What the hell's going wrong with this team? You got another super That's chat up there, who? Joey. That's from I, think. Knight I, I missed the name on that one, Joey. Knight six seven seven six. There's another one up higher. We no. suck like the Reds now. Like Cap said, bringing Chapman. Our bullpen sucks. This season's going downhill. We are a fluke. All caps. From you say four days, you see four days, you see for days, you see for days. So like, um, Shout out to the super chats. Yeah, thank you for the super chats. Send the super chats uh, for, for Cody's birthday, will, for my birthday, and also just to give a thumbs up for Cody's if you birthday. if you want if you want to uh, you know vent you want us to read your comment for venting. I'm sure there's plenty of them. We can't read them all, but yeah. we'll try and read as many as you can if you super chat. I um, saw Vanilla Chill. Sorry, I saw Vanilla Chill say. The left on base is bailing out the bullpen. No, 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 no. This yeah, is on the bullpen. bullpen. I'm just saying they did have opportunities to like, yeah, to put their foot down on the Astros and end it so it never got to this point. But it's on well, the bullpen. The way the game Sorry, was going, you know, say Suzuki hits those two homers and. Did I cut you off? I'm sorry. Luke cut me off first. Oh, I, I would just, I would just like to talk. It's so they, were, they were, they da- were, they were up six to one and you just like the way Drew Smile was pitching, it just, I just I can't believe they lost that game. Like it's unbelievable, honestly. Uh, the, Sorry again. Go ahead. The way I look at it is, and I keep seeing I keep seeing fire hot of you going up and down the chat, and that's just that blows my mind because that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, the bullpen specifically, and like you've said a lot, Cody, you said all off season, like you're not worried about the bullpen. I think we all kind of felt that way. Like you're not worried about the bullpen because the last however many years. Cubs kind of slapped the bullpen together and did really well. And maybe that got people just – maybe that spoiled everyone a little bit. Like, they got – you know, Craig Kimbrell was awesome. Uh, you know, he's a Hall of Fame closer, but, like, that 2021 season, he really picked it up. Ryan Tapera showed out. Andrew Tafin was awesome. Like, uh, even last season, David Robertson was lights out for most of it. Chris Martin was awesome. Even Michael Givens was pretty good for a lot of it. Like, yeah. you felt like they could – like you didn't have to worry about the bullpen because they would find some good veterans that come in and, and pitch the lights out and, or for the most part, and some of these young guys would step up a little bit. And, and that's what, cause, that, cause that's what happened the last few years. Like you felt like if nothing else, you could count on that. And then, but I guess the point is that at some point doing that may not work. You don't have, if you don't have guys with like recent track record of success, and not that like Michael Fulmer had was, was a probably above average reliever with the Tigers, um, but it's not like he's like a an all star reliever or was like really good for a really long time at it. I mean Brad Boxberger was solid if if not a little bit better than that, but he's also still like not like he wasn't a Devin Williams type or a Josh Hader type mm-hmm. obviously on the Brewers. Like at some point when you don't have 
those late inning, like set it and forget it type relievers where you know you can count on them to go out. And if if they blow a lead, like then you really feel surprised. If you don't have those kind of relievers, that's what that's what makes bullpens volatile because there aren't that many relievers, if we're being honest. Like not every team has that. Um, but that's why bullpens are so volatile and that's why they're so up and down. And you finally get to a season where the veterans they brought in aren't pitching that well. I mean, Brad Boxberger is on the IL right now. Everyone hated Michael Fulmer after Monday, um, even though he'd been relatively good. The first, I mean, I you know he had, he got hit on Sunday too, but before that, had a few good outings uh, leading up to it. But those two aren't what Craig Kimbrell was. They're not what David Robertson was. They're not even really what Chris Martin was, or mm-hmm. or any of those other veteran guys. So they bring them in. They're not pitching that well. Well, then you you mix in. Keegan Thompson, who's not pitching as well as he did last year, you mix in. You know, Mark Letter Jr. is really good, but he's also really, really good against lefties, which the pocket in the eighth inning obviously set up more for him than the ninth inning. Um, you have Michael Rucker, who's actually pitched a lot better than um, maybe we counted on, but he's not, again, he's not like one of those veteran relievers, put him in in the, in the late innings and let him go. Um Jeremiah, Str- I mean, I'm throwing out names because I know Nick Birdie pitched yesterday. Well, so Hughes he wasn't has been hurt. Pitch. I don't. Yeah, you mentioned Hughes. Hughes has a knee injury. Just and came off the IL, and it's uh, not going away. It's yeah. something he's no, trying so, to pitch through. So, so he just came off the IL. Adbert, you know, he's been good, but I don't know that he that you know he's the closer yet. But he also he I mean he pitched in a in an inning, clean inning, whatever. You can argue that David Ross shouldn't have taken Smiley out. Like I, I don't think that's a terrible argument, but he had like seventy some pitches, eighty four, I think it was. But it was you know. What a nice message here from Michael Collado. Um, well, so let me let me just kind of wrap this up real quick. Um, when you have all that, and you have a bunch of guys you don't just you just don't know about every time out. Like there's guy, even Adbert. Like if he, it's not like he, he's not one of those guys where you go, you put him out there, and you know for sure he's going to lock it down, and you're surprised when he doesn't. Like he'll have a, a bad outing or two. He can't because that Adbert's still relatively getting into it just because of uh, he missed all of last season. You know, he came up late in 19, the 2020 season. So he's still not, like, the most experienced reliever. So you have a bullpen full of guys that can be good on some days, and but you can all, will also be not great the next the next time out. Like, that, that'll happen. And it seems like today, you know, Mark Leiter Jr., even, who's been really good, one of your best bullpen guys, gives up two runs. Keegan, who was really, really good last year, but has struggled this year, um, you know, blows, blows, or uh, gives up two more runs and and a guy and I think he got two guys on, or one guy on by the time we took him out. I think the next guy might have got on uh, by the time Ross gave him the Ross came out to take him out. Take out Thompson. Keegan. Keegan. No, he the, the next guy got on and that was it, right? Yeah, he walked. He walked the next guy on four pitches. Yeah. yeah. So, when, was, so when you have that, yeah. or it might have been not been four pitches, but whatever. When you have that and you don't have the guys that you're gonna go out in your eighth or ninth inning every single game and you don't worry about it. That's just going to happen with bullpens. And you saw it tonight, and you've seen it with the bullpen multiple times this year. Um, and, yeah, and that's what, like, David Ross is working with. And it, it it's a tough position because he doesn't have those set. I don't. I think he still doesn't have set roles for a lot of guys because of their volatility. And that's what this bullpen is right now. I, we had we had two homers from Say in this game. You had Morrell hit a home run. You had Smiley, like Cody said, have a great start. I heard Boog on the radio on the way in here today talking about this stretch of bad baseball from the Cubs. And he was saying, listen, what you're going to go back and look at, you haven't lost all faith, but what you're going to go back and look at is the games against the Marlins and the Nationals and say, 
possibly at the end of the season, we had to be better in those six games than that. You are playing the Astros here, but you know what? What he said is no longer valid tonight because you had this game won. I'm not, I'm not saying like the whole idea of what he said is gone, but now when you zoom out and you look at the whole thing, this is the exclamation point on the bad baseball. Mm-hmm. This is the game that has the chat with 300 people almost in here after a loss on a weeknight going, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Right? That, this, this is the one that you will remember even more so now than the Nationals and the Martins. But that's why you had to win some of those games. Yeah. Because games like this crush your soul. I don't even know, like, who should even get the opportunity to close outside of Alzelay. Alzelay, period. Alzelay is the only one who has, you know, he's he's had some rough moments, but he's definitely been a lot more reliable. And I'm not even really out on Hughes either. You brought him in in such a tough situation. Estrada? Hughes. Would you throw, I'm saying, would and, you throw Estrada I, there yet? And I would... He's getting there. He, I think he'd be my second choice, Honestly, to be honest yeah, with you. he'd probably be my second choice just because of the swing and miss probability um but i'm not out on hughes just because you brought him in in such a tough situation and you ryan you'd mentioned you know experience and all that hughes was closing games for the cubs last year in the second half so he's he also has, off the aisle kind of thing you yeah know, it's a, so yeah maybe not like i don't i don't know either, either way either way those are probably the three that i think you have to those are probably the three that you have to go with right now i wish nick birdie would have had a better appearance in it yesterday because i love the stuff i love the story but clearly he didn't have a good day and like there's no confidence in that but yeah man i i all i think they closed the game out with lighter against the twins too so but the thing is is right now there's just been a lot of ups and downs with the guys in the middle relief too i mean fulmer hasn't been good we just everyone we were complaining about him two days ago and the fact of or fact of using him whenever he had pitched two straight days. Um, you mentioned Rucker. He's had a, f- a few rough outings. Like, the bullpen right now is pitching worse than I think I even thought, like, the lowest of lows for this bullpen this year. Like, I I knew that there would be some low points for the bullpen because guys give up – bullpens give up runs, like you said. Especially when it's a bunch of – like, it's a slap-together bullpen, really. Right. Like, so like, for lack of a better term, it's a so bunch like, of – So, I, like, I, again, I yeah. knew that there would be some – Rough moments, but I didn't expect this. And I think uh, what Sharma said in his tweet, at the end he said, the Cubs need Keegan Thompson to get right because mm-hmm. he is the guy. Not necessarily the closer, but he is like the X factor of the of the bullpen because he has the ability to go multiple innings. He, you know, last year he showed that coming out of the bullpen, higher velo, higher strikeout rates against hitters and all this stuff. I don't know what it is, but he's got to get right. And I want to have belief in him. I want to have faith in him. He's shown it. He literally has shown yeah. it to us. He was great last year. And I, so they have to find a, a way to get him right. I don't know how they're going to do it, whether that's a fake IL stint, send him to Iowa to work on his confidence and work on some things and call up one of these other young dudes. I don't know. I really don't know what they got to do, but – they need to get him right. If this team is, if this bullpen is going to be where I think it could have been back in April mm-hmm. when we were predicting the season, he's got to get right. 
Yeah. That's that to me, that's the the biggest thing for this bullpen. So for the time being, yeah, I think Alzale's gotta be that guy in the ninth inning and Estrada's gotta get a couple more high leverage chances. And I think uh, you know, Hughes is gonna come together a little bit just because we've talked about how the Cubs have missed him. I'm not going to put a lot of blame on him tonight considering he just came into such a shitty situation. He came in with a runner on first base yeah. already after they hit a two-run bomb to with the top of the order to, coming with up. With the top right? of the yeah. order coming up, like the fact that he got um Alvarez to ground into the the ground out to Mastroboni with the infield in was unreal. And then Kyle Tucker, I'm honestly the pitch that Hughes threw, I didn't even think it was that bad of a pitch. He's just a great hitter. So um again, I'm not I'm not saying you don't criticize Hughes there, but it was a really bad situation. You'd rather him come in with no one on base. Obviously, they had to leave Thompson in for one more hitter because that's the rule. They have to face three batters. So that's why Thompson stayed in after he gave up the home run. And uh, also the fact that he had only thrown three pitches after <laughs> after he gave up that home run, which is just unreal to me. So, yeah, man, this sucks. I don't – I, I don't have any words to say. This yeah. is as bad as the Cubs have played all year. You you got everything you needed to win a game tonight. Smiley pitched well. Morell got a walk tonight. We just talked about yesterday Dude. about how his strikeout rate is too high. And we have that. Like yeah, his... get Seiya Suzuki to hit two home runs. Everyone in the chat calling him a bust the last month. And you had Miles Mastroboni walked Wasted three it. freaking times. Like, you, you had a great night. The Cubs offensively had a great night. Yeah, they left 14 on base. I'm not going to complain about that, though, because you got six runs. You scored six runs and led six to one. You got an incredible start out of Drew Smiley. You you, sh- you got to win that game. You should have won the game, and your bullpen gave it up, man. That sucks, dude. Worst birthday ever. I, it. First of all, Mervis was called up to try and spark the team. Then Morrell was called up to try and spark, like, you could see it going, the snowball starting to go downhill. You started to see roster moves like, oh, we got to do something to shake this up, shake this up. I, I have seen a ton, obviously, tonight, but anytime they lose, you see Fire Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight, a lot of it. I don't know what has to be. I don't know what they can do to try and shake up what is starting to very clearly reveal itself to be a flawed roster. I don't know. I don't know what the next move is. Uh, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that Wesneski was going to go down to AAA and that Keegan was going to struggle in the bullpen, I would have said, you're crazy. Maybe yeah. maybe one of the two, but not both because it was just too promising last year and for Wesneski the end of last year. Um, I don't know. I, Nico Horner coming back on Friday is not enough to – Turn this thing around. You hope it's some sort of spark. You hope Bellinger and Horner coming back is something, but that's not going to fix the bullpen. You think if Bellinger's in center tonight, he's able to throw out? Well, there might be a better throw. I I, I can't say that the throw was bad because the camera work didn't really show it. You saw it bouncing a couple times. I don't understand what – he wasn't deep. Morrell wasn't super deep in center. I don't know what – it looked like he fielded it cleanly. But then when they cut to the plate, it was like, when is the ball coming? When is the ball coming? Did he double clutch? Yeah. Did it just feel like an eternity? Um, I mean, obviously, yes. Again, this is not blaming the game on Christopher Murray. He had a walk. He had a home run. 
yes, he did kick that ball in center field, um, but that's a conversation coming up for the second segment. I just don't know what the spark is that they can get. I, I hope yeah. it's Nico Horner, but that can't fix the, it's, the pitching problems right now. It's one of those things I think we've talked about, like when the whole Mervis and Morrell thing, like bring them up, bring them up, when all that stuff was going on, it's because those are you know some of the levers you can pull, right? A, a way to and, you mm-hmm. know, try to spark the team. Get, you know, inject some some youth and, and guys that are playing really well at AAA. Like, you do that, you pull a lever, um, and, you know, Mervis has, hasn't had the great start that people hoped for, right? Morrell obviously has. Um, and it's nothing against those two. I'm just, like, saying, like, using them as, as examples. But it's like you start pulling all the levers you can. Like, Nico Horner coming back off the IL is, like, another lever you pull. Bellinger, you know, if he's not mm-hmm. going on the IL. Like, those are all levers you're pulling to try to, you know, switch something up and change something or give yourself a boost. And when you start running out of levers, it kind of gets to a point where it's like, what, yeah, like you said, like, what are they supposed to do now? Like you get, you, you, Morrell's having a great start to his season, even though he's striking out a lot. Um, again, when he's hitting the ball, it's pretty good. And you know, that spark hasn't really led to much. Like bringing up Mervis hasn't led to much. Um, they're still losing games, uh, close games, getting, they got blown out in Minnesota. Like, they're still losing games at the end of the day. So whatever levers you pull, if they're not leading to wins, then you start to question, like, you start to question the Ross. You, obviously, you question David Ross because that's the whole chat is questioning David Ross. Well, it's Ross. the easiest thing to do it's in baseball. Easy, I'm not scapegoat. saying there aren't reasons to do no, it. No, but, but I'm saying, the, you want, what I'm saying is it's a scapegoat. Not a scapegoat, but, like, there, there are legitimate reasons to question some of the things he's done, but there's also reasons to question, like, why is this roster not executing? What... Is this roster? Is is it? Um, you know, the Jed Hoyer just put together a, a too flawed of a roster that when the offense gives you six runs, Smiley gives you a great start, but then the bullpen doesn't work. And then you've because you've seen that. I think there's been plenty of games where even two of the three phases of the game have been good, but then that one that isn't is what costs you a game. Like you can have great starting pitching in a bullpen, and the offense doesn't give you anything. You might have. Uh, solid offense, but then your starting pitcher gives you like seven runs or something like that, right? Yeah. So you've seen it throughout since they started losing all these games that at least one of those gears is not working right. They have they they put together a few overall good games, but not enough that now they're losing a lot of games and you're seeing you're seeing the flaws. Yeah. Right now it feels like an old car going down the highway. The transmission needed to be replaced. You got that fixed. Now one wheel's falling off. The windshield wiper's not working. It sounds like it's just barely making it down the road right now. Yeah. For for the sake of practice, though, I guess my one David Ross like criticism of managing the bullpen tonight is Leiter's been your best arm. They used him to close against the Twins last Friday. Why not use him in the ninth inning again? Now why? I don't know. I don't well, know. Can explain to you why? Sure. Because you had Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker coming up third and fourth in the eighth inning. And he struck those and you guys had out. All, you had, I think, four righties coming up to start the ninth inning. Okay. So that's that's why. Well, why not use Brandon Hughes in the eighth then? He's coming off an injury. He hasn't pitched that great this year, and he's coming off I an injury. I understand he like, went with his best arm with the best the point. players in the lineup coming up. That's I understand point. it. Okay. No so harm, not an Oldsmobile. So that's another way where I'm like, I understand criticism for some of the decisions. That's not one I'm criticizing because that's the spot you use Mark Letter Jr. Okay. So when people are criticizing that one, it's like, no, that's not the one to criticize. There are plenty of them that you can like, you know, you can second guess, you can first guess with Ross. I don't even second guess that one because that's the spot you use Mark Letter Jr. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. All right. We'll go to break. We got uh, more complaining to do here in a minute. 
Uh, but one thing we'll never complain about is the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Oh, no, never. Right, Cody? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ComEd Energy <laughs> Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now into the future. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, and industrial processes. Oh, Luke, of all things I could be wondering about right now, this is it. How does it work? This would be the birthday present you'd never turn down, Cody. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person or virtually last about two hours. Then within three to four weeks, Customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on right away. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project cost, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash powering biz. Oh, comed.com slash powering biz, Luke? That's it, Cody. Schedule it today. You know, oh. I'm going to put my Shady Rays on after when I look at the box score tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, it's considering there's an off day tomorrow. Like it's, uh, God, it's just Vermont. You're going to have it's to It's even worse. Yeah, so wear- Cody tried to stop the streak. He wore sweats wore pants today. today. He wore, he wore pants today. There's no shorts. He did everything he could on his birthday to yeah. stop the streak. Wore the lucky green Jays. Yeah, so if you're feeling bad yep. today, you need to hide the tears, put on your Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's what you get with Shady Rays. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to, unprofit, to non-profit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact, from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving up out their big their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Cool. Uh... Yeah, I mean, Shady Rays are great. <laughs> Shady Rays, baby. I hope we need Shady Rays uh, for vibes I, at some point. Let, this okay, season. you want to, you want, you want, you want to hear about vibes? All right, you mentioned the shoes. Like, I yeah. really wore the, the. I wore the lucky green ones today. I'm wearing the obvious shirts. Pants. One twenty. I wore pants for all you people in the chat who like to judge my legs. We got two hundred people here too. By the way, I appreciate everyone. Not, ju- not judging. Still hanging in there. Not judging. Yeah, my legs. Thirty minutes in. I. Admittedly, on repeat, blasted levels by Vichy the entire scooter ride here. The entire, just repeat, over and over. Six and a half miles through this city to this office tonight because I just was like, we need 
the the best vibes we can have to freaking win a baseball game tonight. And that didn't even work. So uh, I remember the days when you used to chug beers on this show and Matt Peck would come over and sing Creed with you. Oh, man. And my favorite part of those days was... Boy, that seems like three years, four or five years ago now. Seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? My favorite part of that was uh, you could look at those as the, the good old days. And sometimes you just don't know... You never know when the good old days are done. You know what's what I mean? the quote? What's the quote from the office? It's you know uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> I wish we knew. Was it? I wish we knew I wish, we were in the good old days before we actually left them. Yeah, there you, there you go. go. Thank Andy you, Andy Bernard. Bernard. Said Andy you. Bernard. My favorite part of that was speaking of the good just, old days. Just the good old days. Now, May seventeenth used to be a special day in our hearts. Now, moving forward, it will have an asterisk next to us, next to it, because <sighs> of course, now we'll never be able to forget this. Speaking of an asterisk, is, is, of course, it's because of the Astros. Uh, Joey, a lot <laughs> has happened on this day, on and off the field, uh, in CHGO history and Cubs baseball history. Mm-hmm. May 17th, uh, siete de Mayo, I believe, as they say <laughs> mm-hmm. in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, a year ago today was the first time we saw Patrick Wisdom unveil his big knob to the world the big knob <laughs> yeah, bat yeah. it was also the first home run Brendan actually was the one that uh, yeah discovered it so it, shout out brendan it was also the first career home run for christopher morell who mm-hmm. also homered on the anniversary today now also a year ago today or tonight i should say off the field some stuff happened as well we had cody's birthday which was a big day we had to we had a big pinata that Cody tried to attack with a bat, ended up taking a chunk out of a wall. It's still the chunk is. Still and of there. course, we all know it as the birth of Delmetrics. <laughs> the birth of Delmetrics. Uh, Delmetrics oh, are not reading a high vibe tonight. They're a much lower reading. The Delmetric meter is a much lower reading tonight <laughs> than it was a year ago. The V war, the vibe war. Yeah. The vibe war is it's much it's lower. It's in the negatives right now. The Delmetrics haven't been D- high since Brennan left Chicago. That's true. Straight up. The Cubs isn't, haven't won since Brennan left. Isn't that what we said? Like, he's got... No, they, I don't know if they did or not, but didn't we say, like, because they did win that game, like, he can't leave? Yeah. Wasn't that our rule? And that was our rule. Anyway. Yeah. And then he left. Ugh, crazy. Yeah. Um. You, you mean... Gary's really hammering the chat right now. Gary's really firing away. Is, take, is Gary taking over the chat? Looks like it. I don't know. Is he? Can well, no, no. Close? So, where you're, you're, there's two Garys. <laughs> oh, there are two Garys. And they're both uh, the... Gary. They're both the the blue G, so oh. it's very Gary, confusing. Gary, 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 Gary. I, just, I know. All I see yeah. is G. It's Gary yeah. uh, Tomas and Gary Ross going going back and forth in the comments here, but it, it is two different games. And then every once in a while, Carm trying to keep us, our spirits yeah. up. I admittedly, I'd love to, you know, go dive really deep into the bit of Dell metrics tonight, but yeah, like, it what, just doesn't like, feel the same. It just doesn't feel the same. I mean, God, you know what's even worse is that my guy. My guy, Keegan Thompson, is the reason for this. The mayor. Like, like what did, I, what did I do to He's the baseball gods? What did I do to, like, like I, do I need to, like... It started before him, though. Let's be honest. Like, it was 6-1. to one. Yeah. The collapse happened before. I'm not saying Keegan didn't have a big role in it. He was, you know, 10 pitches, and it went downhill fast. But, like, that inning started... When the inning started, you said, not on my birthday, bro. You were ready. You were, before he threw a pitch, you were feeling it. Not because Keegan was in. You were feeling it because you saw the inning before. Yeah. And, and you yeah. saw the left on base. Yeah. You saw the opportunities. And the Cubs, I think they had a couple runners on 
base in the ninth inning, and I, I think Mervis was the one who was unable to uh, drive one in or whatever to get the final out. Let's I mean, see. that first I, and second. I, <sighs> Barb, this is Dansby. live. Dansby is struck out. Just, just, just brutal. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what else to really say about this game itself, but I'll I, t- I, it could positive. go to the positives. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I mean you, there were multiple Drew positives. Smiley. That's why it's so frustrating because mm-hmm. Drew Smiley was great. Six innings, one earned run, eight strikeouts, struck out Jordan Alvarez twice. Mm-hmm. We got a gif of him now saying "fuck yeah." That's well, great. He, That's pretty funny. Yeah, he uh, gave up that run, and then after that, it was. I mean, Ian Hab throwing out Bregman at home. That yeah. well. It, at nice the time, play. it was a big moment in terms of, yep. like, you know, holding them. Yeah, um, that was huge. And Smiley, I was hit. his knuckle curve was crazy today. 12 whiffs on 24 I, swings, 50%. Yeah. Morales, home run, the sixth player in Cubs history since at least 1901 with, was it five home runs in his first eight games of a season? By the way, I realized that I was searching Gary's comment in the chat, which is why I was showing. Oh, all I was the just Gary's. two Gary's. I <laughs> so thought that, that is why. Joey, I'm like, so that's why people in the chat say I don't see that's Gary. Because that's why we're the hell is like, the house, Gary? <laughs> it's because I, I had, the, I, got I had G up one. in the Let search bar. I had G <laughs> up in the search bar. So it was only showing people's names with G. Um, yeah, Morales. Say, I think, I think the one of the biggest. I mean, obviously, say I hit two home runs today, but like that's. Considering the slow start he had and the all 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 weekend, maybe even early in the week, like say as a bust, the horrible mistake signing him, blah blah blah. It's good to see say I have a game like today. Like he hit, you know, he had the home run yesterday, which is and, great. And they did it against a pitcher who has had success. Yeah. So to see him have the he day shut he down had, the White Sox like a week ago. To see him have the day he had was is good for obviously his own confidence and his production. Um, but it's good to like everyone to see just like, yes, you know, say is a good player. And again, like just a reminder that he didn't have a spring training. He had an oblique injury. He had up like minimal rehab assignment games. Like yeah. he really is only, if you, if you really think about it, maybe like three to four ish weeks in, into his season. Um, and you're starting to find his, or he's starting to find his stride and it's good to see because yeah, the Cubs did invest a lot of money into him and they need like, Jordan Burnfield said it when he was on the show yesterday, like or uh, last week, that say it has got to be better because he's getting paid so much money. He's got to be that guy. He's got to be better. And this, you know, honestly, this series was a better showing of who of Saya. Saya absolutely been way better. A- absolutely, he is the DraftKings King of the Night, right? I mean, Definitely. you couldn't have a better game. Three for three, two homers, a single, and two walks. Yeah, and you didn't take him for who you got. And. And I definitely take a loss in who you got, which we'll get to later, because I was choosing Mervis or Saya. Mervis or Saya. And I took Mervis, and so there's absolutely no, I, there's nothing to argue. Yeah. I, I deserve a loss tonight. As much as the Cubs deserve a loss, I deserve a loss for that selection. Yeah. I had Mervis in the hit parlay tonight. Mm. I had Morell and Bregman. I also bet Bregman to hit a home run tonight. And that, I, I mean, I guess if there's any spin zone to tonight for me is – I made money, but yeah, missed it because Mervis. So. And I, I felt like Mervis was robbed of a hit in the in the was it first inning? I think he hit one to the left side real hard. He did hit one harder, but it was yeah. like right at Bregman, so that didn't work out. But um, yeah, I'm not I I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and try and have conversation about are we worry about Mervis again? That, that's not a thing. I think. I think he's starting to see the ball a lot better. But, yeah, I mean, if you want to put a, some blame on anyone on the offense, is 
is him just because he did leave some a lot of guys on base tonight. Um, if I, I'm looking it up now, I don't know how many he had. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's just the way it goes sometimes, I guess. Um, Becky asked, is Keegan sick? Because we heard that Steele wasn't feeling well. And maybe I, I, I don't, listen, I have I, don't no I, haven't, I haven't heard that. I don't know. Listen, I don't that's know. not a something. I'm gonna uh, it's first of all, on. Keegan's problems, if you want to call them that, have been going on longer than just tonight. I mean, they were oh, having yeah. struggles they were, have been longer than tonight. They were happening in spring training. Like there was the talk. Right, he did have a, a, a nice stretch after that, like a short stretch where you're like, okay, that's that's the guy we yeah. need. But there were people saying. There were people in spring training worried about his velocity because it was slow to come along, and you were saying, "Was did he, did he pitch too much last year? What you know for the first time was that just too much? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't the know. spring training was a velo since the season right, started. It's been the walk rate. I mean, he's like I said at the beginning of the show, fifteen percent walk rate. You can't have that out of your bullpen, especially your best. You're supposedly supposed to be one of your best bullpen arms. And then the K rate is not is below twenty percent too, no. and I'm, I I don't know the exact number, but I bet it was higher than that last year. So I don't know, man. Like I said before, we did the ads. Like they got to get him right, and if that means send him to Iowa to work on some things, or if he's hurt, find out if he's hurt, like I, I don't know. I really don't know. I just feel, I feel like as sad and pissed off as I am, I feel bad for the dude because he's a great dude, but like just. You, just, you can't have that, man. And yeah. he knows that, too. He'd tell you that. I'm sure he feels awful in the clubhouse tonight. So I don't know who they – if they were to actually do that, I don't know who they should call up to to, to do that. You know, like – and the only reason I say that is because with the way that David Ross is running the bullpen right now, he's not giving high leverage opportunities to any of the young dudes. Like, we haven't seen Estrada get a high leverage opportunity. We, have, we, have, we haven't seen – well, I mean, obviously, Birdie's only had the one – appearance and it didn't go well so he's definitely going to get one like I, I don't know if they did demote him who that who would enter like that role maybe Assad is the guy they need to bring back up because he he's been way he's been much better of late he fits right into that role I, I don't know I, I but don't, also they they want to use Assad as like a piggyback whenever you know certain things happen that's so. a tough one I don't know what is he at two or three separate options now this year like that's a tough one because you only get five yeah, and you've however many you've used, you've used them in mid-May by mid-May, yeah. so you have four and a half-ish months that you have to figure out, you know, when when to bring Assad back up, how long you can keep him up, when to option him back down. Like you, ha- you don't have that many more to use. I I don't know off the top of my head. It looks like three to me, two maybe three. Yeah. Um, so that's also a factor with the Assad thing too, and that's the factor with all the you know any bullpen guy that has an option. Uh, available is that now they're limited to five. So again, I'm just I'm spitballing now. I don't know what they should do in this with the situation. Gary mentioned injury options. I I don't know. I don't remember if Assad was called up for injury or not. I, I know that you like the 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 wasn't he originally called up because of Tyone going to the IL? I thought that was why he was originally like here. to begin the year. He was opening day. Was he on the opening, he was roster? opening day roster? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But so I, I know that as far as like coming up for injuries, um, like someone like Assad, I think it's like a 15 day or four, whatever the amount of time they have to be in the minors before they can be brought back up. Um, they can skirt that if it's to replace an injured player. Um, Gary says he doesn't know if injury injury 
like replacement options count towards mm-hmm. that? I am not sure on that. Um, if they don't, great. Then you don't. Have, I guess you don't have to worry about like one more. But if they do, obviously that still counts towards the options. I. I just don't. Let me find that. I, out. I don't know. Let me what find I, that out. I'm sitting here just trying to figure out how they're going to fix it, and I just don't know. I've seen everything suggested in the chat from fire the manager to Morrell should bat lead off when he comes back, when Nico comes back to Dansby should be batting fifth or sixth. Guys, I I don't know what the answer is, but they've got to find they've got to find a way to stop the bleeding quick. Yeah, and- because you can't. You just don't want to see this season. I know and the positive people in the chat, we love you. They're saying, listen, they're still in like several games out of the wild card. Being in the wild card race shouldn't even be difficult for this team this year. Like the rebuild should be far enough along that that shouldn't even be a problem. Absolutely. It, you know, it shouldn't even be like, hey, hey, we could still do this. No, no, no. It, that that is even starting to slip away from them a little bit because they're playing so poorly right now, and like I said, it's not it's not one thing; it's many things. I I will give Kalata the the closer thing. He said they haven't had a closer for a long time. I'm saying that since now, I, I don't. <laughs> I've never disagreed with it, and I'm still not sure it's the problem. But the problem is, in my eyes, Godfathers, that the rest of the bullpen has been faltering. Kalata says he believes that Ross is pulling names out of a hat and does not have a clue, which inspired me to maybe think about, you know, is David Ross, should we be going back to, you know, just a little simpler times with some yeah. of these bullpen decisions? Maybe eight ball. Get the eight ball out there. Should we go with Keegan Thompson in the ninth inning? Shake it up. That might work. I don't know. Ask again later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Tough times. Rick DeHouse says wisdom can't go 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position. Um, yeah, I, I think tomorrow we'll, we'll revisit the morale conversation too. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an off-day podcast uh, coming up at 1.20 on, on Thursday. Corey's going to join us, and I think we'll talk more about some of that stuff, like different, different decisions they're going to have to make this season. Morrell now has, what, five homers in eight games? Yeah, I believe that is what Ryan tweeted. But out more and more, tonight. you start to see that maybe he just doesn't have a. Maybe it's not. Maybe he just doesn't have a position. Which, well, which I think again, he, I want him to find out this year. Mm-hmm. But you, you get some of the results that you get tonight. You get the good and the bad. Again, I'm not blaming him for the whole game, but you saw the ball kicked in center field, and it's like he's not really a. He's not really a center fielder. I know the Cubs have said he's more comfortable up the middle, but like, the only gotta like, figure gotta figure something out. The his only bat matters. the only positions where I actually feel like he has been very good has been up at short or at second. I remember him playing some short last year, and then at second base, even this year, and I even played some second last year. But he like obviously he ain't gonna play there when Swanson and Nico are healthy. Yeah. No. Now tonight not. I was fine that he wasn't playing second because I wanted to see Master Boney get a chance and he showed up and delivered. That's another guy that we should probably at least give some kudos to. Um because he might he might be heading back to Iowa on Friday. I hope not. For the sake of my own sanity, I hope not. But um Yeah, I mean I don't know, man. For I hear everyone about wisdom. I get it. The strikeouts are the strikeouts. 
but there's so much upside outside of that with him. And his defense is good, too. So I, I don't know. He's got 36% strikeout rate, still is at a 144 WRC plus. And I, I, yeah, again, I get the strikeouts, especially when it's in a situation where yeah. it's like runners in scoring position, you need the ball. You just need the ball in play kind of thing, right? Yeah. I get I get the frustration with that. But he, I think wisdom has been like far from the yeah. the problem with the offense. Right. You're always going to have that. You're almost always going to have that guy on the roster. Like the Cubs had a lot of those guys on the roster for a while. Yeah. Now, you got another off day tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully, Bellinger is good for Friday. And you put Belly back in center, you get Nico back Friday potentially, and then basically you're wondering who's playing third. If it's based off the matchup and Wisdom doesn't match up well with whoever's pitching for the Phillies on Friday, then you could put Morrell there and see what he's got. And I that's that's where I've wanted to see him at mostly. If it's not DH, I want to see him at third. I want to see him get that chance at third to get regular appearances there. If it doesn't, if it doesn't fit Wisdom's matchup well, mm-hmm. and when it does fit Wisdom's matchup well, then you can put Morel in the DH. Now I know they won't DH him every time whenever there's some whenever Wisdom's at third, but I will say that if the team wants to win, that's what they should be doing more often than not. More often than not, not every time, but more often than not, one of those two spots. Uh, we're going to get to a super chat, chat yeah. in a second. I do want to tell you about a super company. Their name's Foco. Get fitted out with the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Spring and baseball season, Aloha shirts, straw shirt, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. We've got some great set, set decorations. Look at the Hayden Wesneski bobblehead. Don't worry. He's going to be back. He's going to be back. Clark the Cub, we got that bobblehead too. Check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non pre sale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Maybe finally coming back to Wrigley Field where you can stock up and be ready to go to a game. Maybe that will finally spark the Cubs, but the road trip is not over yet. We did have another super chat. I believe Fernando. it was Fernando, Joey. Was that who? What did our guy Fernando? He gave us four ninety nine. He says, "They are who we always had in the back of our minds and hoped for better." Ross is not capable of putting a roster together and managing it in a game. Well, the putting the roster together is on Jed Hoyer, Fernando. But, but thank you, though. Yeah. But, but in so many um, words, he just gave. The Cubs are who we thought they are, and yeah. we let them off the hook. Let them off. The you want to crown them? Crown them. I, crown would, I would say. Now, I will say though. In terms of putting guys in the spots to best spots to succeed, maybe you can, maybe there's some criticism in there. I'm sure there is. I'm not going to sit here and try and go through it all right now, though. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's going to be, well, for one, every every manager gets criticized mm. when things don't go right. No matter what it is, no matter their track record, they're going to get criticized for every in game. Um, not that you know, they're they're not deserving. Not that David Ross isn't deserving for criticism. Um, you know, for different things throughout the year. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, like you said, I don't want to get into like what he did right or didn't do right today because they lost. Like that's, that's the main thing is, is, is they lost. And, um, you know, I, the bullpen management, I didn't even have that much of a problem. Maybe Keegan in the ninth isn't great, but I've seen people in the chat asking where Keegan was on Monday when they blew that game. Right. Like, like we've seen it. So, um, I don't know. People, don't really want to get into that part of it, but there are there is reason for criticism. I'll say that like 
David Ross hasn't been perfect. He deserves some criticism, um, just like the entire team, especially for a night like tonight. Like the bullpen deserves criticism. Um, there's going to be days in the offense doesn't execute and they deserve the criticism. Starting pitching doesn't give you what they should. They deserve criticism. Like they're when they lose, there's going to be criticism to go around. We need to, we need to wrap this up tonight with positivity. So before we get to who you got, Gerard with the super chat, twenty bucks from Gerard. Win or lose, him? you always keep m- moving on up. You are a driving force in all things Cubs. Happy birthday, Cody. And then Fernando, another super chat. More importantly, happy birthday, Cody. I appreciate it. See, Saul, so, there we You're go. Awesome. Appreciate we you. appreciate that. Everybody in the chat that's still hanging on, did by we, the way. Did we, not have another, did we not have another ad read? Notion says that we did. So I just, oh, yeah, we still got to do game time, too. Okay. I just didn't. Like, no, yeah, God damn it, I submitted the thing. <laughs> I, we Come always on, just do, did, we always do two ad reads. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, did, yeah. We, did we stop? No, yeah, there's a game time one still. I appreciate that we stopped to read. You know, I was thinking. I was thinking. I was doing Fubo, which sometimes Fubo when it's. Uh, is, but you did Foco. Well, you, you want to take this ad, Rian? You want to do game time? Game time? Who? Game time? I mean, I'll, I'll do. I mean, I'll tell time. you. We got to buy tickets for your favorite events. You don't want exactly. it to be stressful. So you know, you want killer deals. Got it. Last minute tickets, best price guarantee. You can stop stressing out. I know Cody. You know, has been trying to get these Taylor Swift tickets for his birthday. And I'm like, listen, yeah. man, I am not made of gold. I can't get you Taylor Swift tickets. Two friends but with tickets, game time, last minute, you never know. Yeah, that's true. I'm not, I'm not ruling it out for you yet. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, you know, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have uh, like Stucky said, you know, I've been trying to get these tickets for Taylor Swift for my girlfriend. She is just absolutely obsessed. She is Swifty. It, she might as well put Swifty in her like Instagram bio. It's 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 honestly it, it's kind of scary. Uh, but they're very 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 expensive. And so yeah. on game time, we might just go stand outside Soldier Field and wait for those puppies to just come straight down to something affordable. Yeah. And uh, you know, I just signed up and got some credit. Joe, did you say your birthday is June second? Two number friends. two. You want to go to two friends. We'll use game time. Get tickets. I don't know about that. Two friends. Maybe though. Go. It'll be cheap. Where are they playing? Uh, some on game time. You know, if we buy oh, the buy tickets, if we buy the tickets on game time, you know, we could see where our seats are That's before we actually Bad go. Bunny. So they here anytime soon? Bad Bunny. They. Mm. It's one person. <laughs> Bad Bunny and the fans. Oh, okay, fair enough. Anyway, hopefully. I'd go to a bad bunny. Kind forget of. forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to to the day of the event. The game time guarantees guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time will credit you one hundred and ten percent of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy, like Joey said, so you know exactly. What to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag, snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. And use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem with code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right, who you got? Who's Ooh, got a shot got. at winning this tonight? Uh, no Cody had Master Boney. Ryan had Morell. I had Mervis. I'm out. Corey had Hap. Okay. Uh, threw out a guy to plate, had a couple hits. Brendan had Dansby. Joey had Gomes. So, realistically, who is this between for who you got tonight? 
Morell and a homer. Morell and Hap, probably, I would say. Yeah. Probably um, Morell and Hap. Three walks are pretty good. But I think Morell had – With low expectations. Five. With low expectations. <laughs> Very low expectations. It was a great day to take Master Boney. Uh, Morell, three for five, two runs. One of those hitches a home run, and he walked. He had a walk today, his first walk of the season. Yeah. And what did Hap have? He was two for three with a walk and two doubles. Something like that. So Morell had more total bases. He also had the walk. Just he saying. had the air non air. Would be the only negative knock. I I really I don't know about the throw. Like I would say the throw is a negative, but I don't. We didn't see. There was it. no. We couldn't see it. There was no camera work for it. Still haven't seen him throw the ball. I'm seeing some people uh, say Master Boney. Francisco says Master Boney. I think he's the only one that said Master Boney. <laughs> I don't think it's spelled right, but that's all right. That's whatever. No fault of yours. I can't spell either. I, yeah. I'm going to say it's Morel, I think. That's just me. And Corey's not here to defend Joey, it, what do so. you think? <laughs> it's not Gomes. <laughs> it's not Gomes. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, who did you have? And Master Boney. <clears throat> yeah, it's always tough for me to pick against Master Boney, you know. <laughs> Three walks, one for two in the Three one walks, time he did. He also made a beautiful play in the ninth with the game on the line, force out at home. Yeah. Mm. And Cody he had a dive, he had a diving a play to to make an out as well. Arp says morale. And the one out he made was yeah. a fly out to the warning track. Vanilla so. Chill said realistically it's morale. Moral. I'm sorry. I, it morale. might be it might be morale. I think it is. It's yeah. it's Morel. I think. Thank you. Morel. Finally, I stopped. Uh, Mariano screwed. says downgraded Ross to a 1985 rundown Tahoe for 199. Tahoe 199. Nathan says, "I mean, it is Cody's birthday." I will yeah. admit that, like, three walks is if you're gonna pick Master Boney, three walks is a pretty good game. But the other guy hit a home run. Yeah. He had a hit too, and his hit was a double. All right, so he had a double a and three run. walks, and double he had and three great walks defense on your birthday, and four out at home in the ninth. Great defense, <laughs> a double, and three <laughs> walks, on, baby. Man. I'm not getting screwed today. I Morel won. I, <laughs> Ryan I doesn't give a week. shit whose birthday it is. He's well, like, I remember this one's his birthday. Well, okay. To be fair, there's a few people on this panel, not me, but there's a few people on this panel <laughs> whose birthdays aren't during the season, so they can't uh, win who you got on their birthday. That's Come me. On. Well, Tim, you know, Corey. You should have told your parents. I don't remember when Ryan's birthday is. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Ryan's birthday's uh towards towards the postseason, I believe. Yep, yep. Yep, yep during Bears season. Yep. He likes to spend his birthday in the basement at Mother's. Uh, birthday win? Sure. I like that. Right. I a, just want everyone in right. the chat we'll, to we'll know give it, that we'll give y'all, it. y'all's saying, y'all saying Master Boney, y'all mean a lot. Okay. Cody did P. not Will get Jr. the says, win, but he did get more super chats than the rest of us. Yeah. P. Will Jr. says, Matt, Booger. I think that means Master Boney. Oh, there you go. He fixed it. <laughs> Boss Fix is going to watch the next game in a thong for the win. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about potentially what they're going to do to flip the vibes of oh, the yeah. team. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. Change the luck. Yep, yeah. exactly. All right. So I have, I'm going to wear shorts. We don't have a show on Friday, but... On Monday, I'm tomorrow. wearing shorts. All day tomorrow. Yeah, shorts tomorrow for the off day to get the vibes right again. And then I'll, no, I'm wearing shorts the rest of the year. I ain't wearing these sweatpants in this studio for a very, very, very long time. We're going to find a way to fix mm-hmm. the Cubs at 120 on Thursday. I hope you'll join us off for the show. Out to, off day podcast. I'll be there. Ryan will be there. Cody will be there. Corey will be there. We may or may not be wearing pants. That all depends. We're all at home. Might not even be able to tell. Oh, yeah. We won't be in here tomorrow. All right. We'll be doing it from home. 
uh, the Domena Dukes. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings. America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Tough, tough loss. Cubs blow a 6-1 lead, get swept by the Astros. Five straight losses, but we have still 160 people in the live chat hanging with us. Appreciate y'all. We're in it together. Hit the like button on your way out. We got 88. We had like 100. Yeah. For Cody's birthday, hit the the button on the way out. The like button until tomorrow at 120. Fly the W.